<laughs> that hurt. <laughs> More verticality. Recording in progress. All right. Uh all right, indeed. Welcome to the Straight Red Card. We are now live. Progress. Recording is in progress. Um, thank, thanks to all of you who sent in questions. Um, we we just got done with a two-part segment interview with Max Bredos, so that will come out um, tomorrow at some point. And it was a long discussion. Actually, it's an over an hour. Brett, was that over an hour? Uh, it was probably under an hour, but we talked a little bit afterwards. Yeah. So, you know, I think we it was like 58 minutes. Yeah. We were scheduled for 45, but once Max realized and remembered us and remembered we weren't morons, he decided <laughs> to just talk an extra 10 minutes with us. So yeah, he had a good time with us. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. You'll have a lot of fun watching it. So catch that, uh, tomorrow. I mean, we talked about everything about how nervous are you going into this next window? We talked about new independent soccer media. We talked about Joe Scally. We talked about window predictions. Um, we talked about access to U.S. soccer and um, the media and why they're so scared to say anything wrong. We talked about all those things, and we dug in pretty deep. And it was a lot of fun having him on because he is the seventh Fox Soccer Channel uh, person we've had on our show since we were doing the show back in the days in big soccer. I mean, we had on, I think, Nick Gieber and Keith Costigan was on our show, Bobby McMahon, Mark Rogadino, Brian Dunn. So anyhow, a lot of people. And he was like the one guy we hadn't interviewed yet. So it was good, it was good to finally um, get him on the show. And um, so go check out the Soccer OG. Who is this guy and where did Derek go? <laughs> yeah, so, okay, yeah, no more beard. Um, there's... Um, there are reasons for it, um, but it'll be back. Don't worry. It will be back. The beard will be back. I'm too old to shave every day. I hate shaving. Yeah. Um, I only did it because, all right, I'll be frank with you. Um, I don't care if, you know, certain employers hear this. I'm interviewing for other jobs. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I could have just trimmed up the beard, but it was a lot easier just to shave that shit all off. So there's that. I just realized how much Brett looks like Peter North. <laughs> Eric, I highly doubt you've seen me down there. So, down where, Brett? So down there. <laughs> Didn't Peter I mean, North? I, I, Peter I, I, North did gay porn too. So, sure. Okay. It's possible, I guess. Are you, are no, you it's not, not just possible. It's, no, it's possible that he's seen, as I'm saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> So on today's show, outside of taking your questions, which we will do in my new clean cut face, which really only just exposes how big my fucking nose is now, because um, I'm 50 and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. You wouldn't know, be able to even know who I am if you knew me in high school. You'd be like, who the fuck is this ugly fuck? You well, know? like I said, when you mentioned that last show that my nose keeps growing, you go, that's what it's supposed to do. Same thing with your ears. Your ears are always going to continue to grow as you get older. I know. That's what that, my dad. That's the weird. Your face isn't getting bigger, but your nose gets bigger and your ears get bigger. And your eyes shrink. You slowly turn into an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But we're going to talk about Sergeant today. 
And we are. Yeah, we are. Because, you know, what do we do with this guy? Does he deserve to even be called up? And we have questions, and we're going to zoom in on it. And the keyboard warrior says, why do you guys believe Sergeant is a 9 and not a 7 or a 10? Well, we don't play a 10, so that's irrelevant. <laughs> and does he realistically have the ability to be a successful 6, 8, or CB? You know, I have no idea about the 6, 8, and CB thing. I mean, maybe maybe an 8, Brett. But I don't, I don't know about CB. I mean, he did make that <laughs> marvelous save. But he, he's, um, he's, he's pretty good in the air, and he's made a couple of uh, goal line saves both with Norwich and with the United States. So maybe I think people are joking about hey, he should play as a center back. Uh, you know, I don't know. He's played as a striker his entire life. I don't think he has much of any defensive expertise by any means to play a center back. I wouldn't want that. But as an six, still probably not so much. But as an eight, more likely. I mean, Norwich City forced him to go back as a right midfielder yeah. and go play right back because yeah. the right back on Norwich City stinks. You talking about Aaron's? Yes. I mean, I not every game, but Aaron's has been yeah. bad in some games, couple, and yeah. it's forced it is forced Sergeant to come back and play defense. I mean, so far back, like he's in the box, um, but that was against some very good teams as well. I would like to see. Sergeant grow a big pair and become a nine, a confident nine. I don't know if that's in his character though. So he might end up being a midfielder, a no. wide mid midfielder or a winger. Who knows what it all depends on what happens with Norwich uh, after the season. If they break back down to the championship. Well, they're definitely heading that direction. <laughs> I mean, they are, so, it, it just depends. Burnley, um, Burnley just won. So no, they're back at the real, at the, Ultimate yeah, but they're, they're they're like three points from getting out of relegation <laughs> too. So <laughs> it's 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 an interesting the, the bottom tier of the uh, of EPL just is wide open at this point. I mean, all all Norwich has to do is go on a run of a couple games. The problem is Burnley has what two games in hand? I think it was. yes, or so three, two, two maybe maybe it was just two. But yeah. I mean, all I mean, if Norwich can actually start you know lacing together some wins, and I think they have an easier schedule coming up here. Um, but uh, if they can start, if they can start netting some wins, lacing um, together some wins. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, just don't see, I just don't see that happening. I think they will get some wins here and there. I think that's it. And I think they just need to have more here and there wins than Burnley and you know the other five teams that are right now at the bottom of the table. And we'll see how that goes. Sergeant can't be worse than Yule. Well, now. <laughs> No, Eric, Eric, when you're when you're reading, you stop reading to yourself. You've got to actually enunciate. <laughs> Sergeant God. can't be any worse than Yule, surely. Surely, quit calling me Shirley. All right, <laughs> don't thank you, Shirley. Thank you, God, Kong, Snake. Appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the answer on Sergeant. Um, you know, I don't. I think even a move to the championship if they do get demoted or relegated, it's not really the biggest deal in the world. Um, cause if you can go there and perform as well, and we know how Sergeant always performed so well in, you know, cup play in Germany, um, the Pokal, you know, he did really well there. It was just not so much against smaller teams, of course, but not so much in the Bundesliga, but that wasn't all his fault either. Anyhow, we've made enough excuses for Josh Sergeant, I think going forward. This is Chris Gary, one of our favorites. 
My first one was a loaded question, so I'll ask a more fun one. Most underrated by media or U.S. men's national team fans, player of all time? Of all time? Oh, wow. So, yeah, of I have. all time. This, this old question scheme came really late in the day, and I haven't had really a lot of time to think about this. Um, had a busy night. Had a, da- had a da- daddy-daughter dance that took most of my free time up. Yeah. So I, I can't I, I can't think of all time. Um, well, here's an obvious one, I guess. I can. I mean, listen, if you're talking about Craig Berhalter. Yeah, right. Um, Craig Berhalter is a brechet. The guy that doesn't get enough <laughs> talk about how great he was, about how really good he was, is Tab Ramos. You just don't hear... You don't hear it because he's old, number one, and people don't remember him or recall him, Hmm. how good of a player he really was. Tapper Amos was a fabulous player. And, and, you know, the other one might be John O'Brien because it was done so fast. You know, he was so good, and then he Hmm. was injured, and then it was kind of over. I don't know if that was – I don't know. I don't think he'd be underrated um, because we're talking about a player who was highly touted by the fan base, if I recall correctly. I mean, this was what – couple decades back oh it's era. just a hardcore but then fan got, base then, though well i mean, sure, people I, mean I, I don't know i don't know if, i don't know if the the softcore fans <laughs> right <laughs> i just prefer hardcore oh, yeah exactly softcore yeah um so if i'm going all in i'm going all in baby <laughs> but i just yeah i mean you i mean the u.s men's national team fans that umbrella is so wide you know it's but if I'm talking about people who are really into U.S. soccer and paying attention to it, not just fans, but people who really knew what was going on, they knew about Tab Ramos. Yes, I'd agree with that. And they knew about John O'Brien because we were all excited at the time that he was there. Um, but I can't really think. I mean, the only reason well, I would say any of the older guys were underrated is just nobody watched soccer back then. Pretty much, yeah. Or there, there was no there's no real platform for people to talk about it. I mean... When you yeah. talk about Tabra, you're talking about a point where there really wasn't an internet that, that we know today. So Yeah, that's kind of true. So, yeah, this, but this is this is the second person who said Beasley. And I don't recall him being underrated. I thought he was pretty highly touted by the after, fan base. After 2002, he was very highly touted. And, you know, he, yeah. You know, he went off to Europe and found a lot of success. I don't know. And he got injured a lot. People forget that. You yeah. Know? He was injured a lot for PSV, and then he went to Rangers. He was injured, so that's kind of was his battle. But he's he did get that stigma from that one giveaway he gave, if you remember, that lost us the game where he passed it to the opposite team, and they went and scored on a breakaway goal. Everybody so had got, one. Yeah, he got some shit for that for a while. But you know, as a right back, he was a lot. I mean, a left back, he was a, really a lot better than you could have possibly have hoped for for a guy who played left winger his whole real quickly uh holden uh was a good player uh underrated uh yeah Eh. again his time was cut short i mean he had a great mls career and he got over what was to bolton right yes he was great at bolton doing good up until uh (laughs) two leg shattering injuries later um yeah exactly so i mean it was such a shame he had such a promising career um but it is what it is this is the one that i saw though jay Jay demerit 
That's the big one for me. Yeah, I think about it until just now, until uh, until Casanova here posted it. But yeah, phenomenal player, absolutely wonderful story backstory. If you haven't, if you don't know his backstory, go back, go and look at it. There's a documentary about it. Actually, went yes. to the theater to see that. Yeah, and it's such a great story. And he came out in 2010 and just was a was an absolute rock. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know what he story. did. To get Watford up to the Premier League was absolutely amazing. Um, not a successful, you know, season once he was up there. But listen, this is a guy that nobody heard of before. Nobody mm-hmm. cared about. He just moved to England and was like, fuck it, I'm going to try. And he, he managed to, to succeed. So pretty crazy. And then Adu, yeah, Maurice, I don't know. Again, it's like he wasn't underrated to me. Yeah, but I, I guess he's like talking to I, I, but you know, again, if you're talking about me, media, um, media didn't give a fuck about soccer back then. I mean, it was, I mean, it's a sliver. You had Stephen Goff and you had a handful of other writers. That's about it. That was it. And, and if, unless you were seeking that out, you didn't see soccer on media. Oh, I used to love me some Jonathan Spector. Yeah. Oh yes, I did. And I loved him under Bob Bradley the most because I think Bob Bradley got the most out of him, and he could put in, he could lace a fucking cross. So but he had a, he had a, he had a bad rap after a couple of bad games um, during a spell there, but no, I, I, I liked Spectre a lot. Yeah, and I I think he retired too early, but I don't think it was his fault. Um, I think you know was it Orlando? I believe they're just like, yeah, we're done. We're not going to sign you for another year. So that's about it. Um, Okay, so we didn't get to talk about everything um, we wanted to tonight with uh, Max because, well, the time just ended. I mean, we, we ran out of time. And then we had this show we yep. had already scheduled. Not only did we have to be here, but he had a time schedule crunch too, so. Yeah, but one of the questions I was going to ask him is how desperate are Mexico going into mm. this first game? And how desperate is Tata to win that game? I mean, it's going to be, they got to be as nervous as we are. <laughs> I, I've got, I've got to wonder, I've got to wonder what's going to happen. If, if, if Mexico, if under Tata loses to the U S four times in one cycle, he's got to be gone. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I, would, I can only imagine. I don't think he's going to be gone. I don't think he's going to coach the national team in the world cup. Even if they qualify, do you think, do you think they'd let him play out the last couple games since we're talking about a three-game window and a six-day spell, or do you think they just throw in one of his uh, assistants? Bring in, bring back Herrera to beat up some journalists. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I mean, it really is. Um, Mexico, they're in deeper doo-doo than we are. Not much deeper, but they're, you know, they're at risk as well, and that's why all of us are nervous going into mm-hmm. these last three games. So. Um, we'll see if that works out. Do we have any other questions? Oh, yeah. No, nope. you, you branched off, so I was just like, I'll let you roll with this. If we have lots of questions. Let's just do questions because, yeah, I, gotta, I mean, I, I just feel yeah, I'm fine with breaking it up because I mean, I have to scroll through and find them and pull them up and everything like that. So, if we can break them up from time to time, I think it'll be fine. Hold on, yeah, and keep so, just going off of that. Is right. a draw in Azteca doable? Yes, oh, yeah, for absolutely. Sure. And it's happened multiple times this cycle for against Mexico. Yeah. So it's doable. Um, Greg Perhalter's puppy. <laughs> <laughs> that dog hates Miazga. All right. 
XD Merchant. Why is everyone doubting that we can win versus Mexico? And then follow up. We beat them three times, so why not now? Yeah, I mean, the only reason, and I don't doubt it, I'm just nervous. Okay, there's a difference between yeah. nervous and being, I don't think there's, I think we can win. It's. I don't have any doubt that we're capable of doing it. I'm just nervous that we won't because Greg hasn't shown me that we've been able to play at other people's parks and take home points. That's it. That's that bottom line. So he, Here's Greg, big thing. makes me nervous. Going into the game. Yeah. Missing Weston sucks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Geo probably is going to be missing too because... We've well, missing the entire cycle. I mean, it sucks. It and does ho- hopefully, suck. Hopefully he, get, he recovers and these nagging injuries go away and come World Cup, he lights it up. Absolutely lights it up. That's what I'm hoping. He's the... Of course, he, this is me assuming that we're qualifying because I'm the optimistic one. He's bar none, Reyna, the most talented player mm-hmm. the United States has ever produced. Talented. He's not the fastest. Um, he's not the quickest. But he has the best vision I've seen ever. I mean, the way he sees the field, the way he understands the game, the way he puts mm-hmm. himself in the right spots, it's it's... It's fucking genius is what it is. And it's so sad to watch him play those first start, play 20 minutes and get pulled off again. It was just devastating to see. Yep. It sucks. And, um, but yeah, I think there'll be more. We're going to see more Reina. Busio. Okay. Would you guys rather have Busio or De La Torre for McKinney? Yes. We just got done with this conversation, actually. <laughs> I'll take both. Why not? <laughs> I feel like there are other players we can leave off and nixing either of these two. I thought you picked Acosta in that conversation with Max. No, I picked Acosta as an option for taking over for Adams. But Adams... And I, 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 I said, regardless regardless of who plays a six, I said Luca De La Torre and uh, um, Musa for the midfield against Mexico. Because Adams, I don't care if he only plays five minutes a game from here on out. He's the starting six. I'm, I'm fair. I'm, I'm fine with that. Quite frankly, I think he, oh, he's significantly better than Acosta. Um, I'm just saying, given Acosta's form against Mexico in the past couple games, um, the Nations League and Gold Cup, and his his uh, success with uh, free kicks, I could see him being utilized that way. But again, yep. my personal trio from the midfield would be Adams, uh, Musa, and uh, De La Torre. I mean, if if you need somebody to take a set piece. And cross yep. the ball into the fucking junk of the <laughs> box. Acosta's your guy because there's not another. Well, unless Reyna was healthy, but he's not. Reyna can do that too. But putting the ball in the box, the junk, and let it bounce around and end up at Pulisic's feet where he can just finish it. And, you know, we've been talking about putting it in the junk for mm-hmm. a while. I mean, not your junk personally, not my junk, not that junk. The junk being all the mess that usually happens if you kick a ball into a the box and you do it well hmm? shit happens shit happens and um, we, don't, of it. <laughs> we don't do enough of it or finally saw that for the first time in this qualifying with the cost of taking set pieces and that's his, yeah. his best skill Go chris ahead. if i knew how to time you out i would time you out get out of here with that evil stop it <sighs> the jet rolled on how about uh Pulisic in the midfield for weston I know he's kidding. 
Yeah, he is. <laughs> Post that last one up again. I didn't uh, how about Pulisic for, mid, uh, for midfield for Weston? That's not going to happen. Not in, the, not in Greg's formation. No, not not in his formation. Not And Greg doesn't have the flexibility to make that happen. So you're going to see Pulisic out left wing, left winger. Yeah. He's not going to play left midfield. Um, yeah, that's just not optimal at this point. So just Frank. I like that you're Frank. Hmm. Is Tessman another option in the midfield? If Tessman he, he is, he is an option. Um, he won't get called in. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think that's a Greg. So we're, we're, we're too we're too far in the cycle. Greg doesn't have time to explain the set the system that apparently takes three windows to learn. So no, it's not going to happen. Unfortunately, Tessman will be maybe an option for Nations League, but not for this window. And he's still got a lot of work to go at Venezia to solidify his spot there. And so does Busio, by the way. This is not, you know, 100%. Yeah, Busio got there and he started. And he's been playing. But, you know, we'll see if that continues. I can, I can think of two center mids in our current roster that we can substitute either of those two in for. Yeah. <laughs> All I right, mean, so uh, if there was ever a time for Darlington to come back, it's now. Never going to happen. No, Nagby's done. He yep, said it he's over. already. He's over with it's it. like, I, I don't want to play for the national team. I've got other things to do. It's not something I'm interested in. Um, I mean, we got Darlington Nagby. His name is Eunice Musa. Mm -hmm. All right? And he's better than Nagby. He yep. might not have as much wisdom as yep, Nagby. Thank you. That's Nagby what does. I was going to say. Yep. Absolutely. But he's faster. He's quicker. He is Nagby, really. We're going to bust through these real quick, just to get through a couple of things, because there are a couple of ones. But okay. uh, Musa, Adams, <clears throat> and Aronson, it's possible, but I don't know. I don't see it happening with uh, Berhalter's current formation. I know Aronson plays more that CAM position. Yep. Um, but I, I think, at least in the past, the one game that he played in the center with, uh, he played against uh, El Salvador. He was, against, he had, he was on the side with Aronson, sorry, was, uh, Robinson and Pulisic. On the and, left. They just played the same position, basically. Yeah, it was and a mess. It, 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 sucked. it sucked. And you can blame that on Greg. Yeah, absolutely. Because tactically, that was a mess. Um, <clears throat> they didn't know how to work together. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if we played a different formation, yes is my answer. You know, mm -hmm. yes would be my answer. A 4-3-1-2. All right? Something. Or play him as a false nine. But a two a two striker formation, Derek. Are you crazy? I know it's just not gonna happen crazy? with Greg. He doesn't play two strikers like that. So yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, it's a nice thought. I like the thought. And I like how and the way Salzburg plays Aronson. Mm -hmm. I think it fits right into his wheelhouse. But Greg's not about wheelhouses, Greg's about his house. So there's that. What about Mihailovic? Boy, he played. Really well today. A great goal too. Great assist too. I mean, he was he was really good. He got I, I guess I didn't pay attention to that. He got an assist and a goal. Yes. Nice. And it's just hey, gonna be. Hey, you know, it, if it if it took him leaving Chicago for him to find his quality self, you know, <laughs> good for you, man. I appreciate it. And I said that from the get go when he got transferred over. I'm like, I hope you find success. I really I'm do. I'm sure you really appreciate Absolutely that. Absolutely did. Yeah. He'd be, I'm sure you'd be happier if he was in <laughs> Chicago. For Chicago. Yeah, well, yeah. But I think a, it's too, it's I think it's maybe too late for right now for Mihailovic. Yeah, it's same, same thing with Tessman. It, was it Tessman? Uh, yes. we were talking about? Yeah, yep. same thing with Tessman. It's not going to happen. 
Maybe Nations League. Uh, maybe next yes. cycle yes. when Berhalter's not here. Right. <laughs> um, and maybe during the friendlies leading up maybe to yeah. the World Cup, he'll a test a few other guys. But for this upcoming window, no. Um, I don't think we're going to see men a lot of new faces. And um, But I think Jordy is definitely playing himself into the conversation. But he's got to keep doing this again yeah. and again. Again, not Elon Musk. I'm timing you out. Get out of here with that that evil. Don't bring it. Yeah, Yule's got no chance of being on this team again, no. guys. That's not happening. It's not <laughs> happening. So it don't... should never have happened. It should not even happen right. in the December camp, but it happened. So if, if you're saying it to be funny, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's funny. But, <laughs> it <is> funny. <laughs> but it, at this point, it's so not happening. It really is not. It, it's just Yule's gone. Like there are certain guys like Trap and Yule who have gotten their chances, fucked up too many times, and they're just done. They're gone. It's over. So there we go. We're going to bust two more, and then we'll jump to the next question. Okay. Uh, what about playing two defenders, Acosta and Adams, and Luca De La Torre? I'm guessing Luca, Luca De La Torre will be more of a uh, advanced, almost cam-type position in that situation. Uh, maybe I mean, Acosta I, playing box-to-box, I guess. But uh, Samuel, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see Greg do a 4-2-3-1. That would be amazing to see a different formation. But it ain't happening. Unfortunately, we, we, I love the questions and I appreciate the questions, but we know what we're dealing with right here, right? His name is Greg Berhalter. Greg, Greg Berhalter plays one formation. And when he tries another one, he fiddle fucks around and it sucks. So I I just don't see Greg trying anything different there. And I, 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 again, I don't want to be a big anti Greg guy. You know, I know people say I am, but I mean, let's be honest about what he is. Come on. He's not gonna play a four, two, three, one. I don't even he knows what that is. <laughs> no, but three, four, three will be the only thing he goes different. Uh just going off of what you're saying, don't underestimate Burhalter. Um no chance for you, no chance you'll makes it. Don't estimate him. Don't underestimate him. Let me rephrase that. Which is basically what you're saying. It's like you, know, you never know what he's gonna do. I mean, you might get in some friendly roster down the road when no, you know no. there are lots of players. He better, he like, better have a, he better come. have a breakout fucking season for San Jose before he ever gets called back in. He had a horrible season exactly. in San Jose. That's my point. Horrible. He he better he better be like fucking MVP of the league before he gets called back in. He has earned absolutely dick. And yes, Burhalter. I've been a big fan of Yule. I was a big fan of Yule from the get go, but then he burned that bridge by Berhalter just suck could- balls. Yeah, yeah, Berholder can be stupid and or stubborn, but he's not like his IQ isn't under sixty. I mean, he's got to see it at some point. You know, <laughs> don't underestimate this, Berholder. He might be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Chris Gary again. Why do you think Greg will drop guys for reasons of form? Brooks, Sergeant Peacock, Hoppy, Conrad, but. Is fine calling up Morris, ACL injury, bound to call up Aaron Long, year-long injury, Zardis, who hasn't played well in MLS, Mark McKenzie, Reggie Cannon, etc. You know the answer, Chris. It's a big right? question. <laughs> it's a good question, but you know the answer you know to the that. Answer. Yeah, and it's like those the guys you mentioned down there, they're all ball snugglers. Like they've been around camp, they know Greg's supposed system. They have a year and a half of, of actually playing in that system compared to, well, I mean, just looking at the list you mentioned above, I mean, P. Fox, Poppy, <coughs> and Conrad are probably the two, three that 
haven't had a significant number of opportunities. I mean, Brooks and Sargent have, and they should know the system. Brooks, we've, we've covered the Brooks situation ad nauseum, so we know exactly what we would say about that. Sargent, at this point, they're over, over somebody like Zardis. Zardis uh, I mean, you're looking at a player, a player who could literally play multiple positions and is doing so in EPL, but it's probably not going to get a sniff this world, this, this qual or this next coming qualifier. So maybe if Sargent shows that he's not soft, um, yeah. you know, and he's Berhalter likes him hard. He does like him hard. He likes him tough and um, <laughs> he likes it deep. And I'm just saying, if he can fix that, can you put that back up again? Sure. One sec. Cause there's some other things I have to say about the other guys that he mentioned there. Word to your mother. Here you go. Word to your mother. Oh God. <laughs> That is so 19... Super 90s. 93. Uh, let's see. So, yeah. Okay. Brooks. Yeah. We've talked about that at length. Brooks gave him the side eye. and But there's more to that story than just the side eye. It's an attitude thing. We will see if it changes. We have seen Berhalter able to forgive um, De La Torre for his comments. And then more comments uh, after... He played where he said, I should have been playing the whole time because I've been kicking ass on my club. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um, how sensitive is Burhalter to comments? Um, but Brooks, I think he's in he's in form. He's in form right now. I mean, if he's not called in Burhalter, better have a better excuse than uh, we're calling in people who are in form. Uh... yeah. P Fox, same thing, in form. Yeah. Hoppy. We need a striker who's gonna score a goal. Let's get yep. a let's get a striker who's actually scoring goals. Yeah, happy Hoppy is buried at Mallorca. Mm -hmm. They buried him under the field, and um, they like put a tube into the uh, the grave so he can breathe. But hmm. he's not playing. I don't. He's that his agent needs to be fired immediately because yeah. this was like the worst decision. And the American ownership, including you, Stu Holden, mm. need to answer some fucking questions about. Matthew Hoppy. Yep. All right. Let's you do have another? Dude, I've got, got many, so I'll just Holy tell, you shit, I'll really? tell you when we're done. Yeah. So tell me to just shut up then. Nah, we, we can talk. People like when we talk. Okay. Berliner Americaner. <laughs> one of our favorites. Taylor. Rappenho says the U.S. women's national team made more. The district court said they made more. USS said they made more. If the CBA is agreed upon, 22 players only will have doubled their per game pay to more than double the men's. Those are undisputed facts. Good for USA. U.S. soccer. Uh, shit. I haven't <laughs> read about this hardly at all. Um, and uh, Oh, now we're going to have to watch a video about it? I mean, it's just it's wrapping up talking about how they made more money than the U.S., and how that was a testament to their success, which pause right there. Actually. Oh, okay. Apple. And they did they win more because they won more games, or they got deeper into the cup, or the yes, games? all around. They, okay. they, they well, I mean, they they successfully won a lot of their games for the most part. Um, then some of the other games they drew, they very very rarely lost, and then they went to the uh, World Cup and won. So, so are they going to make even more? Now, then, is that what you're saying? Uh, new... he's, he's saying, assuming that the settlement goes through, the 24 million that's going through, and that's not 22 players that's going to get, it's 28 players. 
um, that were all part of the class action suit. Because it looks um, like the women are already making what five percent more. Yes, given given the fact that they had success and they won the World Cup. Okay, that's it. So the the, the point of the argument, I guess, you could make is that in in the, just in the facts that are provided to um, the the courts, the women made more money. But okay. I didn't know that. And say that the the men obviously failed to qualify for the World Cup, and that's a big significant amount. Even just qualifying for it could have adjusted the numbers accordingly. So, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be touching on this later at another time, another video. You're gonna touch this? Yes. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my me too moment right now, guys. Well, uh, <laughs> so I, so I might yeah. recommend that you can't touch this. <clears throat> Don't touch this. Don't touch this. This seems like a really toxic thing online. And I have to admit, every time I see it, I just like, I, I don't even want to, I just don't want to read it. I, I don't want to get involved in these conversations. And I'm going to go and bring it up now because he's going to have another comment here. So let me find that other one real quick and bring oh, that up. Oh, great. More. Because um, I... <laughs> We might as well cover them both at the same time instead of covering it later. More stuff I know little about. All Pretty right, much. here we go. Mm. So uh, Berlin says, I, I believe the deadline for the new CBA was pushed back until the 31st. A new USSF president vote is in two weeks, which is going to be like March 4th or 5th, I think. Uh, any that I know something about. Any coincidence that, uh, that a case USSF had already won in court just agreed to pay 22 million or 22 women, 24 million, um, two weeks before the vote. Who loses money? Is it the youth? And he, he asked Alexi Lawless that, and Alexi said, uh, you know, funny how that works. What does he mean? What does Alexi Lawless mean when he says funny how that works? I am assuming he's referring to the fact that there is a, a, a settlement on the table. Again, the settlement's not approved yet. The, the women, the women's team hasn't haven't gotten the 24 million yet it all depends on what happens on the 31st however the ussf presidency vote is on the fourth so it's just one of those things like it got pushed back and now this this settlement may not necessarily even go through come the 31st it may get denied and we may be back in the same boat four weeks from now is is lawless implying that the current uss administration made this happen this deal happen with the women so they ensure that they win the presidential vote that's the way i'm taking it and that's the way that i'm looking at all the um everything that's going through because why 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 now is the big question well i again i'm gonna get into that later but there's nothing funny about it cordero's not winning i think that's i think it's a bit sarcasm a bit of sarcasm but yeah, it's basically I my I'm interpreting this so lawless. If I'm wrong, feel free to call me out. But my interpretation of this is that uh, uh, Parlo and USSF had agreed on the settlement, and it's got pushed back so that they can maybe pick up a couple of votes so that way uh, her opposition. I'm spacing his name right now, Carlos Cordero. Cordero uh, does not get the votes. That, that's, gonna, my, that's my interpretation of what I'm. He's not going to get the votes anyhow. I don't care if they didn't get this deal done. He was not going to win. He's already been humiliated. He's not going to win. He was humiliated. I don't know why he's even running. He left in humiliation. So what, you're going to bring back the guy who had the lawyers 
who said all this stuff about the women's team that everybody, you know, threw up about back then. I it just, he wasn't going to win anyhow. Yeah. I don't even know why he's running, frankly. He's <laughs> not going to win. And this didn't, this wouldn't have made a difference. It could have got done next year. And Codera still losing this election. Sure. So anyhow, I'm sorry. Uh, so I agree. Uh, I kind of made that point that if the men qualified for the World Cup, all of a sudden the numbers are skewed differently. It's just the way the facts were going to the court and why it was dismissed. So, yeah, this is murky water. Don't least. make me research this too, people. <laughs> I'm already working hard enough tracking all 300 plus American players abroad, tracking all the games, watching all the games, following all the players, and now you want me to track all the things happening between U.S. soccer and the women's national team? I don't, I don't have that time. Like the time's running out. Like I got to sleep at some point. So, yeah, okay, maybe should I be more interested in what's going on? I guess. I don't know. But it's not about that. It's just like how much time do you have to be interested in something? So I do track what happens at USSF, but I don't track all the details. I, I just – there's no time for that. Like I have not read all the lawyer statements when Codero was – I, I didn't want to. I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to watch. I, I got, I got a game to watch. I can't read this. I don't have time for this. I got three games to watch. Now McKenney's playing, Politics playing. You know, okay, maybe that's a cop out, but maybe I'm just not that interested in it. Maybe I should be. I don't know. Before I'm going to come back to this. I've one since we're on that topic. What, what did he says, say? I missed. I'll, I'll come. I'll come back to. It. Don't worry. Right. Uh, he says I'm fine with putting the money in one pot and dividing it equally. Other countries do that, uh, but we can't afford to make the difference from FIFA. And what he's saying there is basically, if the U.S. women's national team get bonuses from FIFA for a World Cup performance, and the men get bonuses, they go into one pot, and then they each get an equal share. So, like, let's say twenty percent. Every player gets like, or the women's get twenty percent, the men's get twenty percent. The remaining mm-hmm. X code, whatever. That's basically what he's saying. And that seems to be the, the common thread that a lot of people are talking about. But um but go- pay for FIFA between the women and men aren't equal. They're not equal. And that's okay. the, that's okay. that's the opposite talking point. So there's two there's too many talking points there from people uh bring up when they talk about this. Okay. But okay, this is yeah. what keyboard said. I am the penguin from Batman. Yes, my nose sucks. It's growing, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a really small nose, folks. Just look at my high school pictures. Mm. Yep. All they're right. on my they're on my Facebook page if you want to check it out. Yeah. Derek Ritchie. I'm I'm yeah. on Facebook. I have pictures of me You're when one I'm of young. The few, one of the few that are still on Facebook. Yes. Oh god, yeah. I don't even like being there anymore. It's so such a nauseous. Man. Such a yeah, it's nauseous. Um Chris, obviously as a team. They have a ways to go, but as far as individual talent, is this the best group of the U.S. men's national team players? Yes. Yes, it, it, yes, they've, it is. They've definitely got the most talent. We're not reliant on uh, just physical attributes. So, Yeah, yes. I mean, is it is it better than the 2002 team with all its older players and wisdom and fight? And, you know, there are things that this team, new team, needs to learn from you know, the 2002 team people, but it is the most talented team we've ever had. And they're yeah. just really young. They're real. That's, that's the problem. They're really, well, young. I guess the big question is whether or not they, obviously they don't work as well as a team as <clears> like the 2002 or even the 2010 or 14 did. Um, but saying that that could also be uh, reliant on the coach itself. 
and the formation, the st- uh, system that we play, that could be hampering it. We could have a very successful team-oriented team if played properly. The 2002 team had a way better manager. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> so, and um, 2010, even to an extent, I mean, you make the argument with Klinsman, I guess, but uh, I mean, he still you found can... success and he got out of the group and took it to Belgium. But I mean, you can blame Bruce for the whole Kuva thing, I guess, but I don't necessarily blame him. That was freak stuff. We've already talked about it. It was freakish. Freakish. That night was freakish. And yeah, I mean, maybe they could have been less arrogant uh, leading up to the game. I get it. But that was freak stuff. Let's really be honest here about how freakish those two goals by Trinidad and Tobago were. And then all the other shit that happened on the periphery that made us not qualify. So, but Bruce Arenas, I mean, just look what he's done with the Revs since he's got there. They were shit. And now they're not shit. They won more games than any other team in MLS. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce is competent. He's really good. He's not a liar. He doesn't, like, he'll give you a straight answer to questions. He'll laugh, too, when he does it. Because he's like, yeah, I know that question. I know what you're trying to get at. <laughs> I get it. But um, he's a totally different guy. He's like the opposite of Berhalter. The absolute opposite of Berhalter. He's a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Um. I like Bruce. There you go. There's the difference. I like coach. Bruce. And as I was highlighting while you were talking, everybody else is saying the same thing. It's the coach. We need a new coach. We need a better coach. I like Bruce Arena. I like him. I mean, he's not going to be the manager of the U.S. men's national team again, but I like him. Where does the poop go? For What poop? <laughs> so we got a couple of responses here, depending if you have plumbing from Chris Gary. Uh, Berlin says Terre Haute, Indiana. Oh, again <laughs> on the Terre Haute. I mean, it out. smells like it smells like poops going there. So, I mean, that's some mm-hmm. that's some rancid shit. For somebody who had to drive to Terre Haute for two years, like once a week, because I had offices there. It's not that bad, folks. Terre Haute has some really great old neighborhoods and old houses and a decent downtown. It's not as bad as everybody says it is. So um it's it's a it's a fun city to pick on. That's about it. Yeah, sure. I, I think I'll pick on Nawbone first before yeah, well, well, we've done it. We've picked on Nawbone. <laughs> I'm just saying the Tarot isn't Air now Terra Hope back in the 80s and 90s. That was crap. They were letting all that shit go to waste and fall apart and but they turned it around. They're really That's a possibility. Maybe maybe the, maybe the city's made a a change in the right direction because my experiences all come from the mid '90s playing soccer. Yeah, it was like around 2012 that they like somewhere around there where they started their preservation movement and you know rebuilding buildings there and fixing them up and rebuilding okay. the downtown. Fair play. So, Fair play. Yeah, but you're right. Before that, it was garbage. You're right. I mean, I won't deny that. All right, KS, um, KISS. This would would be more for the live show. Who who do rate higher? L-D-L-T. Who do you rate higher? L-D. Shut up, Brent. L-D-L-T or Mihailovic? I'm big on Mihailovic. All those assists. And he can finish. And he can finish. Rates him a higher in my book. Man, that's a hard tweet to read, dude. <laughs> you only um, a couple things. Yeah, I get it. I hate. That's why I don't do 
Twitter because I hate this for that format. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. It's like texting you. How many times do I text you? And I'm like, the fuck did I just text back? <laughs> it's like that makes no sense whatsoever because two of the words were absolutely changed in the sentence. And you're For probably autocorrect. And you're like, what? Yep. Between fat fingering and autocorrect, yeah, my I, I get some really weird uh, texts. So. I, I rate De La Torre higher. Hundred percent. I think 100%. he's got the higher ceiling. I still think Mihailovic can get better, but I think yeah. De La Torre has the higher ceiling. And he he may prove to be the better option in the end, but at, at this point, from what I've seen from uh, uh, De La Torre, absolutely over over him. So, yeah. I mean, you watch De La Torre take a ball from the final third. And he, it wasn't just for us, country. It was for club, too. He does this all the time. He'll take a ball. He'll make a steal. He'll go from his own third to the other team's third. It's that last third where he need, needs to improve with the pass. And, well, of course, his teammates suck, too. So they don't ever finish even the good passes he gives them. So there's mm -hmm. that. Chuck, Chuck. Mihailovic is better than Rodon and legit, but not De La Torre. Same age, different leagues. I'd agree with that. Tom. Yeah. I think he's better. I I'll also think he's better than Rodon and legit. At this point in Legette's career, he's old. He slowed down after his surgery and his big injury. He can't make the same kind of quick cuts he used to make, but he does know Greg's system, and that's why Greg values him even though he's not the player he was three years ago. I used to love Legit. He was my favorite LAFC player. Uh, I mean, LAG player. And I was about I am, to say, you almost, you almost got me on that one. I know. We were talking about LAFC earlier tonight, so that kind of fucked my brain up. But, yeah, I'm a Galaxy fan, and I'm a huge Legit fan, but I think he's past his prime. And Roldan, he's really good for his club, but he's not been very good for country, except for, like, one or two times. So, just not working for Greg's system. But I heard he's good in the locker room. There you go. Wilma. There's a name you don't see anymore. Wilma Fingerdo. <laughs> Wilma Fingerdo. I feel like... Where, I where'd my finger go? Wilma Fingerdo. Finger <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, Hey, Would You Blow Me guy. He almost got you last time. Yeah, I know. Wilma <laughs> Fingerdo. It went up your nose, man. Um, or up your butt. Either one of the two. But let's answer the question. What MLS options would you want on the national team that Greg hasn't called up for the World Cup qualifiers? Mihailovic, we've already mentioned. Brian White would really need to keep doing what he was doing at the end of the last MLS season, which is just scoring mm -hmm. goals. Like, rapidly but you don't see any euro clubs going oh brian white oh brian white no they went after peppy so brian white's an interesting character because i was really high on him early when he was um at the red bulls and now that he's out west i mean he's man he, he goes he's streaky and i think he just needs to be less streaky and just be all streak if he's all streak and he's scoring goals like a, a banshee, he'll have to be considered because we don't really have a solid striker. Will my finger do? That's just silly. Will my <laughs> finger do? <laughs> maybe maybe two fingers. Is Wilma saying that's really her last name? What do you think? It's saying that his name is Will my finger do? It's a question. That's just silly. It's Will. I swallow cum all over again, Derek. Yeah. Will your finger do? No. 
I don't want your finger. You keep your finger to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough issues. I don't need any fingering going on over here. <laughs> but I mean, as far as the question's concerned, I mean, it, it, it's funny because there, there are players that were in MLS that were doing well last season that probably could have been called in. And weren't on weren't on a lot of people's list, and then all of a sudden they make it they make a move over to Europe, and people are are keeping tabs on them all of a sudden. Yep, and it's just that it's that mentality. Like there are probably a number of players in MLS that could step up and do well. It's Not just, center forwards though. No, Brian White, Pepe. I mean, look at some of the guys that used to score goals. You know, Daryl DK. He went to West, so he doesn't count anymore. Um, who was the guy who was English and he played for Orlando and, um, oh, he just signed, he just signed for a new club, played for Kansas city for a long time, played on the national team once or twice, but it's just been a total disappointment. Um, anyhow, I can't remember his name, mm. but he just came up on transfer market today. Cause he got signed. He was let go by his last club. God, what is his freaking name? Anyhow, can't remember it. We're moving on. Sam Cuts, Pomacall. I am hope. Wait. Sorry. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Pomacall, I am hoping rebounds this year. Could be a good backup to Weston. How honest should I be here, Brett? He, the, kid, the kid needs to have a full season and full se- a full a full season of good games. Did you watch him? I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. No, not you. Oh. The general you. Did no. you watch Pomacall play this year? Last season? It was not good. And I. this happens with a lot of players with very, very... Dom Dwyer, you're right. Thank you, Casanova. Uh, Dom Dwyer. That's a, kind of a... Um, he's a dinosaur at this point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Pomacall has a few issues. People talked about Pomacall over and over again but pomacall had a bad season last season when he did play he had a couple good games but that doesn't make a good season he is having a hard time coming back and being confident on those legs that have been injured multiple times and yet even while he was injured people were saying oh pomacall needs to go to europe nobody's going to touch that guy Mm -mm. go look at his injury record I mean, for the last three years, he's just an in, he's just like a he's a fucking broken down car, dude. That guy can't keep his shit, his fucking legs healthy. And if you can't do that, it's like Aaron Johansson. Nobody wants a, any sniff of that guy. And they haven't he's still finding he's still finding clubs on, somehow. Oh, yeah. He's playing in Iceland. OK, <laughs> that's great. So, yeah, somebody in Iceland took a risk at him and, you know, he wanted to go home or whatever. But. Yeah, now Pomacall's got a long way to go. Long way. He, like a lot of players who have suffered injuries and they've come back, they are just tentative on their movements. And I don't know who said it. Was it Herc? No, no, it wasn't Herc. It was Heath Pierce who said, Yeah, when I came back from my, my injuries, it was rough going, dude, because I just didn't know what I could trust. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Is hating Jamie Carragher's accent Liverpool phobic? <laughs> so my favorite band of all time, outside of like older bands, 
not uh, more recent bands, are the Beatles. So, no, I'm not Liverpool phobic. I just can't stand Carragher's accent. It's annoying to me. But I can't stand Boston accents, and I can't stand New York accents, and there are all kinds of accents I can't stand. It doesn't make me phobic of them. I'll listen to somebody talk to me with a New York accent. I just don't like yeah. it. Like Chris, a, thanks, deep, a really deep chat. one. Thanks for the 199 Super Chat, man. Just like one of those New York accents really... Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the car and the Boston one where you... I left my car in the yard. I, listen, it's just that was the most annoying part of the movie. Um, Good Hill, Good Will Hunting was li- having to listen to the accents. I like apples. You like apples? How about Dingy's apples? Well, that's a really <laughs> convenient script. That makes you look really good, doesn't it? Jesus. Oh, I forgot. You're the lead actor and you wrote the script. Oh, makes sense. Okay. I get it. <laughs> Still a good movie, but it's a little self-serving oh. if you're Matt Damon. Mm. Please, uh, doesn't like your accent. I hate pen- penguin. I don't even know what a penguin accent is. Remember, Does... you're, pe- you're a penguin. I don't. I didn't do a penguin. Nope. <laughs> I didn't do a penguin. They asked, they asked if you were the, peng- uh, the penguin from the Batman movies. And I'm Remember? not. I'm not. That's the southern <laughs> dude. I wish I were. I'd be, uh, you know, millions richer. So, does fourth place finish get GGG axe? No, no, Mm-mm. nope. Doesn't now mind, mind you. If we don't, if we don't qualify, if we don't get the playoffs uh, position in the end, like if we if we fail the the playoff, then well, of course he's gone at that point. But getting into the fourth spot, no. And he quite frankly, looked, I stand firm that I think he's gone at the end of this cycle, anyways. Well, I'm glad you stand firm. That's good. I mean, you're a healthy, young 43 year old. 43? <laughs> oh, 30? 38. Oh, my bad. So, and then he says, also, with two thirds of our best players out, two two of three of our best players out. So that would be Reyna and, yeah, McKenny. Weston, yeah. Would bunkering next three games be a vital game? I kind of brought this up, yeah. I brought yeah. I brought this up to Bredos towards the end. Yep, we talked about this with Max. There's just no goddamn way in hell We're that's not gonna play in. that way. It's not that's gonna not Burhalter's. It's not in his DNA. He doesn't even know how to do it. If he was going to do it, I don't think. And it would confuse the fuck out of the whole team. They'd be like, "What? You've been like, you know, smacking us around and telling us how to do this." And anyhow. Ramiro Castano says, what makes you sure of that, Brett? Sure of what? Yeah, yeah, you guys are going to have to be a little more clear on your comments because we're about 15 to 20 seconds ahead of you guys at this point. So, uh, Ramiro, if you want to uh, elaborate on that, I can uh, explain why I'm sure of something. Maybe it was about your firmness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, Derek, here's one for you. Oh, no. <laughs> so just so everybody knows, people in college call me Belushi. That was my nickname. So, yes, I get it all the time. I I was at a fundraiser at one point, and I went to a gas station. And I was pumping gas. And this guy came up to me, and he's like, are you related to John Belushi? Like, this guy out of nowhere. I, I, no, this I'm guy related to Jim Belushi. This guy didn't know me from – yeah, they don't look the same, though. They're like, dude, you should be, you should play John Belushi in a movie. You look exactly like him. 
So anyhow, when my before my news nine nose grow grew bigger, I didn't look as much as like John Belushi, but now kind of yeah. And but they still call me that in college because it was still close Might enough. As well, okay. there you go. Uh, sure. So Ramiro, it's uh, why am I sure that Greg will be gone after the cycle? Uh, I guess I'm not 100% sure, but I'm also not a proponent of having managers uh, longer than a single cycle. Um, I feel like they just get stagnant, and unfortunately, Berhalter's already stagnant. So, yeah, my, my, my take is uh, you're, you're, you get one cycle, you're gone. We pull, pull in the next person, it's all fresh, we're good to go. Um, I mean, that's the that should be optimum, right? Because people, after four or five years, they get sick of listening to you um unless you're like mike shashevsky or you know or you're a legend and burr no legend let's get that straight but i was perfectly happy happy giving um both bob and bruce another run so i mean i'm more flexible than brett is brett just wants if you have a bad world cup then yeah I, I, you, I, you I do need it, to go I said it after the 2010. I said Bob should not be re-signed. He got re-signed, had like six months, and then he got axed for Klinsman. And then Klinsman got re-signed. I said Klinsman should not have gotten re-signed, and then he got axed. I'm just standing firm. That's I my mean, stance. You don't want them to turn into Yurgi Love, where none of the players listen to you anymore, and they don't care what the fuck you want. And they're like, this guy is and out of his just, league. He's, he's not evolved. He's off picking his nose, eating it, and... Scratching his balls and sniffing, and, and outside know. of all that gross shit, he doesn't hasn't evolved into you know today's game. The game has changed, but he's still playing it the same way. And so, you know, I don't know. Um, like I'm willing to go through two cycles at most, as if the the manager that took us to the World Cup really does a great job, then I'm fine with it. Like, okay, if he did a really good job and got us to the semis, give him another shot. Maybe this time we'll get to the finals. Or if he got to the quarters, next time we'll get to the semis. But they don't even get out of their group. Eh, he's got to be axed. What's that? <laughs> What's that mean? Uh, I don't know who M. Lowry is. I'm spacing that. And I tried to do a quick Google search, and that just opens up a whole can of worms. Uh, Spencer, thanks for the $2, $2 super chat. Yeah, I'm thank sure you. M. Lowry is, is, in fact, greater than Greg. If you want to, I'll keep an eye on the chat. If you want to uh, explain who Imlari is, maybe we're just idiots right now and not spacing it, but there was another you, one I wanted to pull up here real quick. Well, you know, the tough thing about the GGG thing, too, that's like German goo girls. So that's this porn thing. So that's why I never use it. Oh, I cannot believe it. It's Indy Levin's coach. Oh, <laughs> I would never have occurred to me. I feel so bad. I've been drinking from their glass, too. I mean, Actually, technically speaking, it's a Brickyard Battalion glass, but yeah, I, that would have never. Uh, the M part was like, I just think in Lowry, and the first Lowry I could think of was like basketball Lowry, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, again, I stand firm. Anybody's better than Greg at this point. You and your firmness. I'm firm. Right. What can I say? <laughs> hey, uh, if, here you go. If, if you're an Indy Eleven fan, more power to you, Brickyard Battalion baby. Yep, from the get go. Booger picker penis head. Booger picker later <laughs> than penis head. Yeah, I don't know how well Yergi Love would know our players. He'd know some of them, but not a lot of them. Uh, I don't know. He'd know Brooks. He'd know McKenney. He'd know Polisic. I guess. I mean, that's almost half the team at this point. But yeah, there you go. 
Liv smells his own farts on the sideline. No thanks. <laughs> Dude, he that is the kind of guy that would smell his own farts. There's absolutely no doubt. But can we all admit that we don't mind our own farts? I mean, really, we don't. Well, you, you can you can stomach them, I guess. Well, yeah, if it stinks, you're like, damn, that's a stinky one. Ooh, ooh, good job. <laughs> but right. if it's somebody else next to you, you're like, oh god, what's rotting in their intestines? Is that it? No. Holy Christ, we're an hour uh, in. There's a lot of reoccurring ones here. Okay. Uh, so um, we're supposed to do an hour. Here we are yeah, again. It happens. This happens all the time, Derek. Uh, with McKinney out, does Greg give a chance to Jordy or Mendez? No. Nope, one nope. of your other favorite informed midfielders, or do we get legit rolled on across yes, the ace? Yes, yes, No, I, I stand firm. That, oh, I stand firm. I keep saying it. Son of a yes, bitch. Stop standing I firm. I stand soft. I stand soft. Okay, guys. No. Stop with the Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Luka De Tori is going to be brought in. We already got Musa. Um, I think Busio is going to get called back in because he's been a part of the system for the last handful of windows prior to the, uh, the beer bug. Um, and I think rolled on and legit are going to be there too. So they're all options. Yeah. I no, don't man. think it costs, I think it costs, it could play as an eight. I'd prefer not to and stick with the six. It's like we get this Ledesma Mendez thing all the time. Those guys, they're, they're not solid at their clubs. They're, 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 they got a long, long ways to go guys. Long ways. They're not, they haven't proved anything yet at their club or country, really. Unless you want to count some friendlies or something. If you want to count that, fine. But it's not enough. And I I hope the best for them. But they've got a long ways to go. And Mihailovic is just too late to the game. Um, I mean, he's getting better, and I hope he continues to get better. Could he make the World Cup team? Maybe. If he continues the march with Montreal. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, crazy electron thoughts on the double slit experiment and what it mean or what it might mean in the grand scheme of things. Double slit, not a physics, not in physics or any of that shit, man. I don't know. The double slit that sounds like a very weird whore. <laughs> this could be, a, yeah, this could be a uh, an urban dictionary for uh, talking about a whore, but there is a double slit experiment. experiment. I just don't know anything really about it because it's definitely not my wheelhouse. That'd be some freaky porn, though. That would be some freaky porn. Does Let's anybody see, uh, know what a double goes, slit is? Uh, I actually have a thoughts on this. Let me tr- let me try compiling them into a joke for later. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a double slit is. Am I right? that out of touch? Double slit experiment. Uh, in, modern fi- in modern physics, the double slit experiment is a demonstration that light and matter can display characteristics of both classically defined waves and, I'm guessing, something else. <laughs> I'm an English major, dude. <laughs> I, I I have a minor. I have minors and things, but you proves know. waves, wave particles, duality. Still about out of my wheelhouse, guys. Yeah, I, if you want to go philosophy, I'm good, but. Physics? <laughs> I got a B plus in physics, and that was because I cheated a lot. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's see. Here we got a. Let me turn to. Oh, and I'm going to in there. Shit, is that it? All right, let me let me just double check. I didn't miss it. Any there? 
This is good. No more. No, I'm, listen, I'm not saying don't send us some more questions. Oh, here we go. There were more. Oh, God. We've been on for like two and a half hours straight. All right. Should Russia lose its potential spot to the World Cup? I know the players are not responsible at all, but the Soccer Federation in Russia has ties to the Kremlin. Man, what a mess. Um, what a fucking mess. This is not something I expected to happen. Um, so I was a little surprised to wake up to the story this morning. I think it's horrible. I, I think, you know, I thought we were past these sort of conflicts. So it's a serious question. Sorry. Um, no, I'm looking at this. Yeah, that's a really serious question, Isaac. And I don't, we don't have time here to get in all the ins and outs of that, but both Brett and I, we, we keep ourselves so, very informed. We'll just say that I, I'm not sure I expected it to, to go this way. Honestly, I thought that maybe Russia would just do the sort of Eastern side, but now it looks like it's the whole, the whole shebang. So I know lawless answer to this question is no, don't take it out on the players. There's the conversation, obviously that the, the, the men's team is going to be connected to uh, to the Russian Federation. Russian Federation is connected to uh, Moscow, anyways, um, mm. as everything technically is. But uh, here we go. I just want to pull this up. And uh, well, I know that there's a discussion going on currently within the F1 drivers about whether the Russian Grand Prix should continue or, mm -hmm. or should be honored this year so we'll see what happens there it hasn't been a formal discussion yet Derek you're roboting already and now I can't see shit right. you're roboted yep yeah but so uh Fedor Smolov who's a Russian and uh then a Moscow striker says no to war well I hope he doesn't end up dead in a bathroom somewhere <clears throat> Yeah, but yeah, uh, I know. I know that uh, uh, UEFA's um, talking about pulling uh, Champions League finals out of Moscow or out of Russia. I'm guessing to play in Moscow, but um, and I know that Poland, Sweden, and somebody else who may possibly pay, play Russia in this um, the World Cup qualifying playoff have asked to play the away matches from Russia at neutral sites due to the escalating tensions and war. So yeah, this was a just lot way of shit going down. This is way over the top. Now, you know, I understand Putin's worried about us being on his border and all that shit. I get it. But you know, this full blown invasion is not something I thought he would do because now Czech Republic. Yep. Yeah. He's just, he's yeah. He's just justifying all the war hawk shit. And that's not a good thing because war is not good, and we shouldn't do war. We should be smart enough at oh, this point to go, learn yeah. how to avoid the war. Get someone in your side there. Good point. Thank you, Brian. Uh, so, Chris, Chris said, uh, "Damn, ending this sh show on a sour note." Uh, not really. Uh, not really, because bam. <laughs> what happened with Sam Vine's German goo girl favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Vines was in German porn? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, I mean, he, I don't know. He, I mean, he went to Europe and now he's 
and he it's not that he went to Europe and then just sat the bench and stopped playing because we know that Berhalter will call people in who sat the bench and don't play. Yeah. Right. Same on our goal, our goal line. All Mark McKenzie. Mark McKenzie. Um, I don't know. This was an interesting one. I think he sort of fell in love with Bello a little more in the end. And, but I mean, well, Bello wasn't called in last cycle either. So, I mean, we're. Yeah. Cause now, now well, we don't have, now we don't have a backup to our, our left back. But Bello had just moved to Armenia via fault. So it makes sense why he wasn't called up. Hmm. He needed to get settled there. The move had just happened right before the window. So, yep. Uh, thanks. First off, thanks, Jose Lopez, for that 199 super chat. Sounders are up 1 0, or at least one by one. God, that game's on somewhere, too. Yep. That's, that's, uh, I believe it's on Fox, I think, or you're probably going to have to find it with TUND again or TUDN, whatever. The I get is. Fox. Is it Fox? Normal Fox soccer or F1? I don't know which F1 F1 or F2. FS1 motherfucking channel. As I battle my controller. There you go. Uh, Jose followed up saying he plays all the time, though. Who uh, does? Um, Vines. No, he doesn't. Not all the time. He played. No. He's he's played a lot recently. Um, no, he hasn't been playing as much. Yeah, he he get did get off the plane and start playing, but. Uh, recent, more recently, no, he oh, has not been a starter. Starter, um, being told by God Kong Snake, aka not on TV, it's not on TV, not even on TDUN. Maybe you have to stream it through uh Fox Go or something. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure something out here. Uh, never mind. Uh, here we go. Fox Sports 2. Yeah, I don't have Fox Sports 2. Fuck that. I mean, how many more goddamn channels does a network need? Just do a good job putting content on the fucking channels you already have before you start making Fox S2, Fox S4, Fox S5.5. Just do a good job oh. on the network you're at. Jesus. All right. I'm uh, here we go. Actually, never, doesn't matter. It says that apparently it got taken off for college hoops. Hmm. I know we've got a lot of uh, changing... Uh... Changing stories here. Well, I'm still flicking through, and here we go. Oh, uh, please, Morton. Uh, Horvath got a game. Yes, he got a game and a clean sheet and a 0-0 tie. And he's going to get two more. And he's going to get two more because, if sorry, is the goalkeeper's name is Samba? Yes, Samba. So Samba decided to uh, backhand somebody or something like that. Yeah, he bitch slapped somebody. <laughs> Absolutely, he did. And that's why he got the red. Yeah. It's actually on uh, uh, Fox Sports 5.5+. plus. <laughs> it's so true nowadays like how many more ways can we squeeze money out of you how yeah. many more ways can we do that cbs got paramount plus you got all these fucking channels just squeezing that well, extra I mean, four it's like if you have a fucking cable package you're already getting squeezed and now you gotta have to squeeze some more got the, cut the cord man cut the cord so i got i've got espn i've got i've got a uh, paramount i've got peacock and I get Fox through uh, other credentials, I guess I could say. So oh, I've got oh, access. Oh, yeah, other credentials, eh? Well, just other other emails, other emails of mine that I don't pay with Fox, I guess. Oh, okay. Wink, 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 All wink, right. Wink, yeah. Wink, well, wink. this is annoying. You're right. I can't find the game <laughs> even on the Spanish-speaking channels. And you know, I've been thinking about getting rid of my fucking television, anyhow, and my cable. There you go. Welcome. You're wireless. World. You're wireless, right? 
Uh, yes, I'm absolutely no no cord except for the fiber going into my house. Okay. Um, Jose, <laughs> hold on, we'll jump back to this. Jose Lopez with another one ninety nine super chat. Thanks, man. Uh, an informed Pulisic is greater than an informed McKinney. Thoughts? And I think we may have covered this with Bredos as well, or I don't know if we did or not. Actually, maybe I heard this on uh, on Tact or something. I, I, I sounds familiar. This question. Well, that's kind of a confusing question because if you had it, to have one, would you have an informed Pulisic or would you have an informed McKinney? We have a lot more replacements placements for McPulisic than we do McKinney. You got Aronson. Well, I mean, I don't know. yeah, just, just just looking at the options for center midfield, and that's what we're doing now. Is we're looking. Well, we got to call him Luca De Torre. Has one game under his belt and one window because Berhalter failed to call him in earlier. We've got Busio, who's had a couple windows, but not a lot of game time. Yeah, so I, mean, I just, just we've, I just we've think, got we've got more options up top. I guess I just think the midfield's more vulnerable in 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 general. Like if you lose Adams and McKenney, you're fucked. You're really fucked. Yeah. So, um, but I did like the way he didn't put a space between inform. So it was like inform, <laughs> informer, inform sergeant, or inform policy. Uh, Giovanni Corona, Josh Sergeant should play left bench. <laughs> <laughs> he plays right bench actually. Mm. And I, I want to I want to say this for God Kong Snake's uh, comment that uh, informed uh, Pulisic borders on world class. We're not saying that an informed Pulisic is less talented or less skilled no, than he's, an informed McKinney. Yeah, exactly. We're simply saying that losing McKinney kind of hurts us a little bit more. Pulisic, in my opinion, Pulisic's my opinion. great. When Pulisic's on form, he's he's fucking fabulous. But mm-hmm. as far as our I will team, take both of them. <laughs> as far as the team goes. Which one you lose, can you still win without... Like, McKenney does so much fucking garbage on the field. Good garbage that you need in the midfield. He's just more important to the team right now based on the way Greg plays. Now, if we played a different formation and in a different way, then McKenney might not be as important. Mm-hmm. But as we stand now, he's just a much more important cog in the wheel that is, you know, Burhalter's. I don't know, hamster wheel. Hmm. Uh, Eric C. Pulisic wouldn't start for Portugal. Think about that before you jerk it tonight. Uh, Eric, I will have to tell you that I do not think about Pulisic at all when I jerk it, so no worries about that. (laughs) No, that's not where I'm heading if I'm going to jerk it tonight. (laughs) Um, In fact, I don't really think about Pulisic at all unless I'm watching a game that he plays or we have to answer some questions about him. But um yeah politics he's a great kid and he you know his gritty dance sucked but his goal was good the goal was great he played a great game last game let's Mm -hmm. hope he plays more and uh derek's uh derek's um favorite uh commentator who he's uh liverpool phobic of happened to have said that politic has the most talented winger on chelsea just i mean i'm not not saying jamie carragher is wrong I'm just saying yeah. it's really hard to listen to him sometimes. You know, it, it's really, it's kind of weird. The more stoned I am, the more I enjoy Jamie Carragher. It's like it doesn't bother me as much, his accent. But when I'm sober, I'm like, the fuck did he just say? Let's see it, Derek. I'm doing a gritty. I don't fucking know what it is. And so it's a TikTok <laughs> thing. And I don't know anything about TikTok either. I had to look it up. But apparently... For according to Watkey, unless you you're all in on the on on the gritty, 
it's not good. And he said basically Polisic was not all in on the gritty. He was kind of half-assing it. So there you go. He, he got like two steps into. He's like, "Fuck, I better stop now." Woo! Well, he didn't even get the the, the eyeball thing right, apparently. <clears throat> so there's that. Way, 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 way out of my wheelhouse with that shit. Me too. TikTok, dudes, that ain't happening with me. I'm sorry. It's funny because uh, my son unfortunately watches that garbage on he, the TikTok now on YouTube with shorts and shit. But he'll watch that shit. And I'm like, dude, you got to stop watching that. So I go out there uh, before uh, um, the Bredos interview. And he, uh, he's like, Dad, do you want to know? Watch I'm, watch, I'm watching uh, um, soldiers returning from home and reuniting with their families. I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Well, that's sweet. It's emotional. I like that. Yeah, that's nice. Bring back Michael Bradley. <laughs> Spencer, thanks for the two. Uh, thanks for the two dollar super chat. Just like, uh, just like um, Chris and I forgot who the other person was. You're in timeout. Go. Be here with that. that. Don't bring that evil into my house. I mean, keep doing the super yeah. chats. But Michael Bradley is an old man, and if you thought he was slow five years ago, you have not met slow. He is slow. Really slow. Those twitch muscles, they are gone. Best nickname, Tytrick Twelman, Skunkhead, Willie Mammoth. <laughs> I'm going with Tytrick. I coined it. It's mine. Leave it alone. Yeah, that was a good one. That was like 2014, 2013, somewhere around I there. think you, co oh, you coined uh, Willie Mammoth. And I think you pretty much coined Skunkhead, too. Yeah, I did the Skunkhead and Willie Mammoth as well. So those have been around since about 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. And then, of course, we left and those things were forgotten. But they're back and they're stronger than ever. <laughs> Best nickname is Turd in the background. <laughs> Turd! Turd is and trademarked. It, and that was the most <laughs> uncalculated thing I've ever said in my life. But I it, really... it, it's canon. It's right up there with um, um, with um, Miazga kicking Berhalter's dog. It's it's there. Yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm expecting... <laughs> One of the people that's in the presser to thank the turd before asking the question. I just I hope it happens. Well, and I hope that we get Brian on top of that. I hope so, but I also hope people read that whole uh, shocking story about Breck Shea being attacked by an anaconda. Yeah, I mean that's just crazy. I mean, dragged into the pond, eaten alive, but saved. It's cut out of the anaconda stomach at the last second. It's crazy. Insane. <laughs> yeah, the Gizmo show is where we get to be even more juvenile than we already are. Could, could we be more? I don't think so. I mean, we're, we're just like, we're like 12 year olds that still have a show. I approve. Gives me some reliable. I'm glad Gizmo can give me some reliable news. You know, it, brother, we break it. <laughs> we break it. Or he breaks it. We sometimes, just sometimes we create it too so yeah he just films it <laughs> and uh right now as we speak he is out cold sleeping so that's good not whining but he's a real he's a real dog and he can talk all right hey, are we done he said, he said, shut the fuck up Derek. are we done we're only an hour and 20 minutes in almost two and a half hours for the night I know, dude. That's a long time to be fucking talking. It's surprisingly easier than I thought it'd be. I tell you the truth. I didn't. Yeah. I don't want to be this social. This is too much. 
Uh, who would win in a race, Gizmo or Tactical Dog? I'm giving it to Gizmo. Tactical oh, Gizmo. Dog. Can't even leave the can't even leave the uh, the dog bed. So we're so good. Gizmo's a Papillon, and if you know anything about Papillons, they have won all of the agility races, all of them, for like ten years or somewhere around there. They rule that shit where you jump over posts and run through a tube and jump on a ladder and jump down. Papillon wins that shit every fucking year. They won it this year as well and last year. So. Americans get annoyed by everything except Midwest, Southern, and East Coast accents. Okay, that's not fair. Okay, so my family is from New York, or a lot of my family's from New York, but they're very. Hmm, I almost said they're annoying. <laughs> Do they watch our show? Let's just say some of them are, are annoying. You're not sharing it with your uh, grandma. And Jen? not my immediate family. These are like cousins and shit <laughs> that live in fucking New York. And I probably have a little New York in me, too, because I lived there for so long. Uh, but, man, they are, I thought I talked a lot, but I don't compare to them. They can't <laughs> fucking shut up. They can't shut up. And that makes them annoying. And their, ac their accents are more even, that adds to the problem. Um, but I used to think a New York accent was cool. I mean, I like Tribe Called Quest's accent. I like KRS-One's accent. So maybe it's just the white people accents I don't like, but um, <laughs> I don't know. But I don't think that's the case either. I think it's just that people don't shut up. They don't shut up and that makes them annoying. As we've been talking for two and a half hours now. Uh, I have a fun story about a Midwestern accent. Um, first off, we don't have one. It's okay. <laughs> but I think you do. Nah. You have a Midwestern accent. There's no such thing. Yeah, it is. There is yeah. such a thing. It's been documented. <laughs> so no, my so my story would. Uh, I never. I mean, obviously, when you when you talk, you never really assume you have an accent. I mean, unless you're just that uh, obvious with a southern drawl that you're like, yeah, I got a southern accent. You can hear it. But I went to uh, Greece back in '09 to uh, visit some friends studying abroad there, and we're going through some like like little back alley type of shopping center type thing, and saw some Juve uh, uh, jerseys up, and I was like, ah, cheap cheap knockoff jerseys that I can get for my, my nephews back home. So I went in there. I'm like, how much for the Juve uh, jerseys? And she goes, the lady behind the counter goes, oh, my God, it's so nice to hear another Midwestern accent. And I'm like, what? She goes, uh, let me that'd guess. Be, Are you from Indiana? I'm like, holy shit. That's from you. <laughs> you. <laughs> Pointing the wrong way. There you go. <laughs> it's just really weird. Yes, that way. That's you. you. I think I do, too. I think my accent is mostly Midwestern with a hint of bloviation mm. so we'll just go with that and that's probably the new the time i spent in new york it's also probably german mm. mm. a little german mixed in there too because germans are loud and i'm loud so there's that yeah um southern accents i love i don't know why i love georgian accents i don't know why i just it it's smooth it's fluid it's kind of like listening to you know Romantic language. You downloaded all English. of uh, Matthew McConaughey's uh, self-help tapes, didn't you? That's a little weird. All right, all right, all, all right. right. I mean, because he's kind of like while a... you're watching Magic Mike, it's just the strangest setup you got there, Derek. It's just like fra... <laughs> it's yeah. the problem with Matthew McConaughey. Don't get me wrong; I like him as an actor. I think he's really good, but I mean, it does come off a little douchey. Some of his stuff, where he's rolling the boogers in the car while he's driving it, doing the commercial. All right, all right, all right. 
That was a little too intimate in my ears, Derek. Don't ever do that again. Well, <laughs> actually, that wasn't him. That was the uh, commercial mock of him mm. by, uh, it was an SNL skit where they made fun of his commercials, Cadillac commercials. And instead of, you know, doing what he does in the Cadillac, the guy's picking his nose and rolling the boogers and all that shit. Who was that show? God, I'm old. I'm old. Can't remember everything anymore. Uh, Eric, what about the uh, British actors to do American accents? Does that annoy you? Well, <laughs> the thing about British accents, it, I mean, if you've ever been there, there's like hundreds of them. They're so different. They are so different. Like, I mean, you have the uh, Queen's English, which is very different from a Liverpudlian accent. So, I want you to do this one. Go for it. English accents. What? What's the first one? Bo Tuesday. <laughs> it's called football. It's called football. It's called football. Don't you know you it's called football? You fucking soccer piece of shit. Don't say fucking soccer. It's fucking football. Uh, we've heard that. Trust me. We've heard mm -hmm. it. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> I'm not Alexis, really Alexis, Texas, anyone? I think I know that one. You've got some good taste there, Eric. I think I've heard of her. Yeah. Her, heard of her or seen of her? I'm pretty sure I've seen her, too. Yeah. This is not doing me any good for my upcoming <laughs> um, interviews for jobs, but... I mean, listen, I mean, we're all going to lie. We, none of us watch porn. No one watches porn. Why are they making so much money? Because none of us watch it. So I guess they could get me for that. Hopefully they don't watch this video. There's nothing illegal with watching some of Alexis Texas, uh, her videos. I mean, come on. Well, nobody knows what jobs I've applied for. So that's the good news. Hmm. Are we done? Yeah. I've just been picking out some of the fun. I feel here. like the kid in the back of the seat. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, make sure you like, subscribe, uh, share this. And on top of that, leave a comment. We like responding to all your guys' comments. Yes, do share it. Rub it on your titties. Send it to friends. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll keep growing. The Max Bretto show will be out tomorrow. And then... <laughs> I might have. I listen. I can't write down the name of every porn star I've ever watched because the list would be very long. So let's just put it that way. Yes, All right, Chris. Chris you know, it's midnight. I know it's crazy. We're here, with, we're here right with you. The uh, show we did before will be out tomorrow, and then the next day I think we're going to split in two pieces for Bradus because it went an hour, so 30 and 30 makes it more digestible. Mm. Um, until the next time on the Straight Red Card, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> More verticality! <laughs> <laughs>